Ooh-wee, and welcome to Romance at a Glance, a special episode that we are doing talking about Bridgerton's season two. We have a lot of thoughts. Bridget, do you have a thought? <laughs> Bridget, do you have a lot of thoughts? I got pages of thoughts, Shawnee. I got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I got a lot of feelings. You know what's interesting is that I did not love season one, as you well know. It took me a while to actually watch it. And not for any particular reason, aside from sometimes it's really hard for me to watch really popular things when people hype them so much, because then I'm like, but if I'm like thinking of your expectations, then I feel like I'm going to just be let down because like you guys are making it seem like it's going to be the best thing of all time. And I just know it can't be always. Yeah. <laughs> and so that could be part of it. Um, but I also thought there was like some inconsistent storytelling and... There were some amazing moments, some amazing episodes, amazing scenes. But I think as like a whole, there were definitely a lot of like lulls for me and a lot of places where I was like, I don't know if I give a fuck about this. Um, yeah. Can talk like, about season one still? Talk or about season two? Talking about season one. Going into gotcha. season two, my expectations were not high. So I think that was helpful. <laughs> or, no, I'm serious because I, I believe I, I you. Think it was I... helpful because I also watched it. You know, we watched it with our patrons on Saturday, so morning. So I didn't read any articles or reviews or whatever before I watched it. So I think that was very helpful. Also, we got to be in the New York Post. Um, hello, we will link that woo, below woo, this woo, if woo. you wanna read about how we got quoted in the New York Post, um, talking about Bridgerton, which was exciting. Um, so I had to watch the season sort of all in one go. And the interesting thing I found, Johnny, was that I think for me, the if you think of just the central romance, he, he was unreal. He did not get a lot of chances to be romantic and to be, like, there were very few scenes throughout the series, but they were all a 10. They were, he whisper spoke the, the panties right off of me, Shawnee. And <laughs> I really think they, the, my biggest gripe, which I'm going to say uh -huh. multiple times in this episode, is that they did not give us an opportunity to see them together as a couple, either while engaged or while married, to see them overcome anything as a couple. And that's yeah. such a big part of the Bridgerton series and just romance in general. And I think that was really a miss because he's a rake in the last season. He's the first person you see have sex in the last season. He fucks that courtesan lady up against a tree and it was glorious. Glorious. And their sex scenes were so carnal and just wonderful. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my god, this season is going to be great <laughs> because he's a rake and because the reformed rake trope is so good in historicals and so we're going to get him dirty talking. So dirty. I, as I said in the article, I was proud of this phrase, the ever-loving corset off of her. That's a good one. Right? I did not read what you wrote. That's great. That I like good? that a lot. And I was stoked about it because I was like, yes, that's what I, because you know I love dirty talk. And I was like, he's going to dirty, just dirty talk the panties off for her. And he's going to like, like there, I was imagining that there are sex scenes because again, you know, historicals like she's never had sex. She's never made out with anyone. She's never done anything. So I'm imagining him talking her through what's going to happen next. Brad. And like, <laughs> this is what I was expecting. Based, based on his sex scenes last season, based on the fact that he was, I mean, aside from the main characters, they had a lot of sex later in the season, but, like, he had sex multiple times in the season, and it was super hot every time. Yeah. And so he's clearly fine with nudity, clearly fine with it all. I have so that is my main, my main gripe. Isn't so much that yeah. they weren't having sex or that there wasn't nudity. 
Yeah. It was that there was no build up because they didn't they they got to be a couple so late that there was no time for any of that. Yeah. That's my biggest gripe. How about you? Tell okay. me tell me where you started. Tell me okay. your thoughts. Would you go into it? I'm going to I'm going to start out I'm going to try to start off in in generalities right yeah, now, generalities. but I so, I, with the I also I also have so many post-its about this. Like I went yeah. episode by episode. I have um, yeah, I have I have 5 yeah. pages of Google Doc notes. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, I grew up I read like reading these. These are one of the first like like books I read. You know historical is yep. my genre. It is. And I I'm there for the Bridgertons. Like yes. I grew up with the Bridgertons, for sure. right? And so I was really excited when they decided to make it into like a series and I was okay with them changing things. I didn't sure. need it to like sick straight to the storyline. However, I think like how I feel when I watch the Bridgertons like is that in order to make it more commercial, they left their romance readers behind. Yep. That's the like I don't feel respected as a romance reader when I watch the show. I feel like fundamentally at my core that's how I feel. Yeah. Because season 1, like I should have binge watched watched season 1. And I watched the like we watched a few episodes and we did like a Patreon watch along and that was that was really cool, but after I watched like those 3 episodes, I didn't go back and watch the Bridgertons for like 6 months. Yeah. I was un- uninvested in the series and also like in general because they're putting pop music in the oh, show yeah, you know, as distracts you. <laughs> yeah it distracts me every time because i'm like oh what song is this and i am not paying attention to the actual scene mm. i was like is this wrecking ball oh yeah it this was is wrecking ball. ball at a very weird, you know like very, and it was the worst choice. placement very of wrecking ball for that moment ever <laughs> that was like the climactic <laughs> i have so many mu- so music i have so many the music other notes ones. no no wait 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 okay. wait Wait, okay, okay keep this going, is keep going, okay. Keep going, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta keep my train of thought. Keep I got the thought, ADHD, man. Okay. <laughs> Damn it, we're gonna we're, we're Anyways, so the music for me in the show is like a really hard thing. I I realized in watching season two that whoever chose the songs for the scenes, the the, the sexy scenes for them, did a poor poor job. And it's really hard to get a bad song for a scene, like. Like, if you're doing a sexy scene, there's go-to songs that are always going to give the sexy. But they did Wrecking Ball when they yeah, <laughs> when they were having the weird, their sexy moments. I put moments. Lol, lols. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And then they did um, Robin's um, Dancing on My Own, yeah. that song. Uh, while they were doing that romantic dance, I was like, that's not a romantic song. That the, I like, actually thought that one was good, though, because that song is all about how I'm not the girl that you're choosing. And yeah. I actually thought that was like a bittersweetly perfect choice for me. Because first of all, I used to listen to that song a lot. And secondly, <laughs> I love, and I love it. I went and saw yeah. Robin in concert and it was like the best thing ever. Yeah. And But for me, that was actually perfect because she's wishing that she was the one and she knows she's not. Well, and I so get actually, the point. I, I actually, that one sonically, was okay. sonically, that song just didn't do it for me. And, and it was weird because like, so... <laughs> Let me go back to generalities. So, like, the chemistry between uh, Kate and Anthony, mm-hmm. it, it was weird because when the, when the show first started, uh, they were giving me they were giving me chemistry, and then we yeah. got to like se- season three, and we were watching this with our patrons, and it was it was really fun, yeah. fun to do this. Um, and we're gonna do that again, by the way. So come watch some shit with us, but. Um, the chemistry was there in the beginning. I was feeling it. And mm-hmm. then they dragged it on so long Too that long. they're actually, 
they did not by the end of the series i had they had no chemistry for me i was like well okay sure whatever and then i played a game of uh <laughs> i would yell out oh they're rubbing face again it's a rub yeah, face rubbing nope. the nose Sniffing no, each other, a lot of heavy sniffing breathing. each other, a lot of heavy breathing. but no kissing, just rub oh, face up. Okay. They're at it again, and then the other game I played was, did they have sex or not? What? Oh, they definitely did? fucked. Okay, for sure. So, no, but we, okay. So when but they there's finally no mention of that, there's like I was okay. We can't skip okay, there, Shelby. That's too okay. Far okay, ahead. okay, okay. We're not gonna skip. Oh, that's good. But. <laughs> But in general, I, I there was just there was the chemistry was there and then it left and by the end of the of the series for me I was like I, I don't really I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. And then there was a blocking issue and I guess maybe because I'm in production I understand blocking. Every time there was a scene with Kate and Anthony, they'd square up to the camera and it looked so pro, um, mechanic, yeah, yeah, yeah. mechanical that it took it like took me out of the the scene. Right? It became this flat I of think, them side honestly, by side parallel. She's like, this was, I think, her first job or one of her first yeah. jobs. Well, it and, felt like it because I didn't think she a very, was a very. You can tell he's very seasoned, and I've seen his yeah. credits. He's very seasoned. And I think some of the, the awkwardness and that stiltedness was just. Like to your point of like squaring up to the camera and stuff, like a lot of that stuff, I think you just learn the more you're in stuff. I, I think so. I mean, I've never seen her in anything, and I think she's gorgeous. Holy she's shit, unbelievably she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. But I, I was really, I kept going, girl, are you just going to squint as acting? Uh, because there were so many moments where she just look and squint. And I'd be like, what, what, like, what's happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was a disconnect for me also I in that regard. I think, I think she was done a disservice in her character because like you said the first episode second episode when we first meet her she's crackling like yeah. her character's crackling and then because of the deception she like subdues her entire being and stops like being like the Kate from the you know the books that we all like know and love and also yeah. her from the first episode she stops like challenging him as much in public like there's a couple scenes where it comes out but for the most part she becomes like no but Edwin I want you to be happy no but Edwin I want you to be happy and like it fucks her whole character up because the the best scenes of the show are like when they're at the horse track arguing or at the beginning when she's horseback riding or like those are the best scenes where she's like vivacious and alive yeah. or even when they're playing croquet I think I think that's why why the energy went down for me I don't think she end. knew how to do like or she was just directed to do it that way I don't it yeah. did not work though I agree it was it felt very flat and very uncomfortable also as a general, <laughs> uncomfortable I, it felt, it felt so uncomfortable. uncomfortable also as a general note of of my thoughts of the season are that some people hate when an MC is like dating someone else or married to someone else in a book before they meet the, the MC that they eventually fall in love with that we're rooting for. I don't actually hate it because for me, but, but huge caveat, huge caveat in a book or a movie or a TV show. I want the person they're with to be so wrong for them, so evil so annoying so 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 bad like if I'm gonna root with the exception of like my best friend's wedding but if I'm gonna root for breaking up a current relationship or current courtship 
then it has to be Cruella DeVille. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to feel mm-hmm. okay with the fact yeah. that they're meeting in secret rooms and they're having these tension moments. I have to feel good about that. Like, yes, come on, break up with this other person. Clearly this person is your destiny. Yeah. Get on board with me and where my heart is. Like, I have to feel good about that. And I didn't feel good about it because it's her sister. And I hated that added storyline of the sister versus sister, like her lying to her sister the whole series, her sister, like, then obviously, I mean, her sister should be mad at her because she lied to her, but like, then them having this whole moment where her sister's like, and now I stopped listening to you and I'm doing my own thing. And I was like, I don't care about any of this. Like, I, that was a stupid Not, not at all. I don't think so it made, dumb. I don't think it made sense at all for the way they established their characters in seasons one, episodes one and two as being yeah. incredibly close Kate's like a mother, almost like a mother to her because her mom was like lost in her grief and kind of in the same way that, you know, Anthony was to all his siblings. And I thought it did not make sense at all. I was mad at Kate the whole time for lying. I was like, tell your sister the truth. I was so mad as a generality that they made Edwina love him and not just like, no, I'm going to marry him because I have to save our family. Like, I, I have so many notes about this and this is slightly more detailed, but. I for sure thought that Edwina, they were going to make her smart in this. Because in the book, she's kind of, like, naive and young. But I thought she kept sending Kate with him. Yeah. Because she knew that Kate liked him and knew Kate wouldn't do it without her. And so she was shoving Kate and, like, no, 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 you guys go. He has to love you. Like, shoving them together because she was, like, not interested. And then when she's like, no, but I love him. I was like, you do? Are you sure? (laughs) What? Didn't make sense. Anyways, you guys, we gotta get into this episode. Obviously, we're getting, we gotta start at episode one. We gotta go. We gotta start because I, got, I, have, I have so we many thoughts. We're gonna go through it. We're gonna go through episodes one through four, and then we'll do an episode. We'll do another episode of this, and we'll do episodes five through eight. Yeah. So, Shani, without further ado, let's get this shit popping. <laughs> Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you saying? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. It's all right, Shani, let's start on episode one. So I frankly had for, sort of forgotten where we ended the last season. I remember that we found out who Lady Whistledown was. And I thought the beginning of the episode was good. Like there was a lot of energy. We had like the nice family moment with the Bridgertons. We got to see how Penelope does Lady Whistledown with like her carriages and stuff. And like yeah. her, like I thought that was great. And her pretending to be the maid. Um I thought, like, Eloise coming out and having, like, a full panic attack coming out felt really, like, on brand for the Eloise of the books, you know? Um, We will talk, obviously, you guys, about Eloise this season, but that will come later. Um, But I thought that scene was really on brand. Um, I loved their meet-cute where she's galloping away from him. And they both have these beautiful smiles, and they're so good looking, and like the dewy dawn that they're riding. Okay, in. wait. Like I was like, "Are you guys gonna make out now?" Like, okay. So Bridget, I okay. So so while we're right there, I just I just have to ask you. Like, I feel like it would have been so perfect, right? Because you know I love a chase. I love, love a chase and a fuck. You want I love a chase and a fuck or a yes. chase and a Catch something. Me. I thought that they were at some point going to have a horse race situation to like an alcove situation place where they was yeah. end up, you know, doing their shit. Yeah. Like that would have been instead, on brand. She falls. Okay. Obviously this is later, but spoil. No, by the way, don't spoilers, spoil it. Spoilers throughout this whole thing, obviously. But like 
Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to say it, but you guys know what I'm talking about if you've already watched it. No, we got it. Okay, let's okay, just... okay, okay. We'll stay on brand. I'm going to stay on track. I'm yeah, stay on track. okay. But, like, but wasn't it on brand for them to have, like, a ho- like have a horse race at 100%. some point? A, hundred, that... a, a horse race? I mean, he, he, 100%. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. that was a missed opportunity, missed a connection. Missed, I think this whole, as we've said, as, as I said in the prologue, I think this whole season was a missed opportunity for the romance because yeah. you he is incredible. Like again, there are not that many moments for him to shine romantically in this ep- in this season and he a hundred ten out of 10 in every single one of them. Every single time yeah. they're alone, he's a 10 out of 10 and I'm like I would drop my panties. I would never say something stupid like Oh, but and I'd be like, you, Fuck you have yes. to go with Louisa. Like he, he, she's got her face right next to his face. And she's I like, would you gotta, them, you gotta like, marry no, my I sister. Would, I would fuck the loving shit out of his. I would wreck. I would yes. Say mm-hmm. less, Russ. Yes, yes I Listen. would. He's a beautiful gay so, man. He's very happily dating someone. Good for him. But, but Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, not the life out of Anthony. Okay. <laughs> You know, you know how woman. I know he likes a competitive. You know I'm competitive as fuck. I you are competitive. Be, I would <laughs> right into the Bridgertons. Them playing croquet. <laughs> Me and my family play croquet, and shit gets real. Gets so <laughs> I don't even know how to play my game. I had one when I was a kid, but I don't remember how to play that. Just shit. But okay, okay, but but. This is how I know I was uninvested in the romance of Tell this me. whole series. Tell me, I was more I was more uh, intrigued by the interpersonal workings of the Queen between uh, Lady Whistledown, Lady Danbury, yeah. um, Lady Bridgerton, um, like how they were maneuvering to get everything done for the season. Yeah. That was so much more interesting to me no, than okay, the first actual. Of all, first of all, all of those powerhouse women, A plus acting, so yeah. and they got great scenes, great dialogue. I agree 100%. I think that they did an amazing job of taking what in the books is hysterical because the Mama Bridgerton in the books is hysterical with all her conniving with her kids to get them married off. And I I think they did a great job adding in Lady Danbury. I thought she was um, like a perfect person to be their sponsor, to have her in the show more. I like the Queen's character a lot. But again, I agree with you. I'm invested in them, but I should be invested in the main characters. Yeah. And, and but I was in the in episode 1, I was invested in them because oh, I yeah. liked the intro. I liked you meet, you know, Edwina and the mom and Lady Danbury. I liked that Kate was like standing up to her and was like, "Oh, well, I think Edwina sounds much better in French." She also does all this other stuff. Like basically like, "All right, sit down. I I already coached her in this. Like she's not some simpleton. Like she's a gem." And well, I like that about her. They the first three episodes they had the ball. They had the ball yeah. for me. I was like, I was like, okay, cool, yeah. yeah. But by episode three, I was like, okay, well, something needs to start happening. Something needs to start happening. Something needs to start happening. We were talking to Jory. <laughs> we were talking with Jory. Yes. We were watching, and it was like, is something gonna happen? We need something to yeah. happen, right? Like this is <laughs> something's gonna happen in episode four, yes. right? Like, um, and I think that like the ball was theirs to lose, and they lost it. Like, yeah. Because, like, she says, that that scene at the ball, and I wrote down the quote, she said, your character is as deficient as your horsemanship. Good day. And I was like, oh, get him. Get him, Kate. <laughs> and he's like, who the fuck are you? Well, you know, you know, that. in general, in a lot of romances, I, 
and this happens beyond the Bridgertons, I find that they this book will start off with a really strong character who's doing her own thing, and there's something about falling in love that makes it so that you're not yeah. who you are anymore. Agreed. I don't I don't get that. Agreed. Like I don't get that at all. Um, and so and I feel like that's kind of what happened. And actually, because I because I watched the series, and then in order to do this, I went back yep. and rewatched episodes. I realized that. And uh, Anthony and Kate do a complete swap. So, like, in, I want to say, like, in episode four, she is very much like, I don't really like him. I don't really want him to be with my sister or whatever. And every time that um, they have, like, an encounter between them, she wants to talk about it. She's like, let's talk about what just happened. Then, like, without going into the actual episode, but later on in the Mm -hmm. season, it's the reverse. She's like, I don't want to talk about what's happening. He's like, what? But we got to talk about this. It's really inconsistent. I didn't like it the first time through, and I didn't like it the second time, especially because now I was looking for it they they flip-flop on that quite a bit as to who is you know she's like we have to talk about what happened he's like nothing happened she's like your sister if anyone but your sister and he's like yeah but nothing did happen so we're not gonna talk about it i'm gonna marry like like uh we're gonna get to that episode where he proposes but okay let's keep going on this episode so what else happens in this episode eloise is reading feminist pamphlets i was fine with that plot line because that's That's very on brand for her um, mm-hmm. I did not care about the Featherington plotline at all this season, and we will not talk about it because I refuse to. <laughs> because here's why: because they start and end the season in a, almost exactly the same circumstances. So this new lord comes in. I'm gonna just give you a quick brief overview. Just give it a synopsis. Give you the synopsis of the Feathertons. The new lord comes. The mom is a scheming crazy lady, as per usual. And she's scheming, scheming, scheming. He's scheming, scheming, scheming. Turns out he's a liar. He's broke. He ain't got no money. He's trying to marry someone rich. She schemes to get him to marry her daughter, thinking he's rich. He's not. Then they do this whole scheme with the diamonds because they're schemers. And then he, they have some sexual chemistry. I thought they were going to have sex for sure. I was hoping they I were I was hoping they to. were going to have sex because they had some good. He kept looking at her, and I was like, yes, he wants a MILF up in this. He wants that ma- ma- MILF. And then they had great chemistry, too. Misconnection. Squandered. Misconnection. And then basically the season ends. She kicks him out, and she's basically back where she's at, except for she has a little bit of money that she scammed away from her friends. And that's basically it. Like, aside from Penelope, who's the only, you know, feathering. But they spent so much time on that plot line. And it really didn't affect any of the other plot lines, except for Colin a little bit at the end. Yeah. And I was like, I like even rewatching, I was like, no, fast forward, fast forward. Because none of this ends up mattering to the main Bridgerton families um, that we care about. And certainly yeah. not the main couple. Like, it wasn't even related at all to the main couple in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's coming in later when it comes to Penelope, but like, uh, I don't care. Okay. Like if I were reading the book, I would skip through Sk- the I would, Featherington I would be, parts. I would be speed reading. A total those. skip through. Yep. Speeding, speeding, like, speeding, speeding. Yep. Totally. Unless and, it was and, Penelope and then I'd read, oh, Penelope. Okay. Like yeah. Penelope. Speeding, speeding, but, speeding, speeding. Yep. But that's also the other thing. I, I totally forgot this. When I watched the season, I fast forwarded a bunch. I even like skipped. I skipped episodes up to see what, what was going to happen to see if I wanted to keep watching for the night. That never happens. That means your shit sucks. That's yeah. like. <laughs> I only I watched all the way through the first time and then I fast forwarded on the rewatch because I only wanted to rewatch the the Kate and Anthony parts because I wanted yeah. to see like the timeline of when shit happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
so, so like slightly unrelated, but this is about the the garb, right? Yeah. When the when the season starts, mm-hmm. when I say they had Kate's garb on point, the colors they chose for her, the cuts, mm-hmm. everything beautiful. Mm-hmm. But in all of the iconic scenes, or what should be iconic scenes between her and Anthony, where she needs to shine and look just yeah. freaking delicious, she's always wearing the most ugly. Dress like even in the last scene, the last one where they're dancing, the she's wearing this one? orange dress that I think does nothing for her 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 oh, look. But when she her. was when she's wearing the navy, the dark blue, the that deep nice. purples, yes. like those are her colors. And yeah. I feel I feel like they picked the worst color for the for that moment of that where she should just look so radiant and mm-hmm. like popping. And I, I thought she blended in, and I was like, "That's what you don't want for your your your, your main character." Yeah, for sure. At the very end scene, where you know they're about to kiss and pull it all together, like I, I was not happy about that orange outfit. I'm sorry. Okay, no more. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get. No, I agree. I agree. But I, er, early in the season, I like the color palette. I also that they think chose that was part of the her like hiding. I I think that was intentional. Do you think they did it so she would be feel stronger, stiffer, more sitting in that like that energy, more, more matronly, like more yeah. like oh, but I'm not supposed to be beautiful. I'm not supposed to be. I'm wearing like buttoned up clothing because my my sister's supposed to be the jewel. I think that was intentional because at the oh, beginning well. she's more free before they start getting into the, like oh, this viscount might actually propose to her. So now I have to. Well, and now whoever whoever intentioned that it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. Hated it. Sucked. <laughs> Hated it. Also, she has like the most ridiculously beautiful hair, and I was like, I just want more of her hair. Like her side, her side braid is like you know my dream. I just don't have enough hair for it, and (laughs) I loved it so much. And she's beautiful. Um, Okay, let's talk about Edwina a little bit. What are your thoughts about Edwina? Uh, So in episode one, not the whole season, just episode one. I know it's hard to separate because like yeah yeah yeah. I'm trying to remember it, but early Edwina, I I mean she's. She's nice enough. She reminds me of like Juliet and Romeo and Juliet. She doesn't matter to the story, right? <laughs> so like, <laughs> no, but like that, like it's it's the characters around For that sure. ingenue that are whatever. Edwina is nice enough. She holds the spot. She's eager. She's trying to do exactly what Kate tells right. her to do. Um, and I feel like she she did what she was supposed to. I thought felt like okay. the actress, you know, I was, she was was fine. I thought you know, yes, I agree. I thought she was like. She was kind of what I imagined when I read the book of Edwina. Like she's like almost like a doll and how perfectly beautiful she is and her mannerisms and just like she's been trained to be like this lovely lady. And we find out later yeah. she's got, you know, some onion peels, but okay, I want to talk about my favorite part of episode 1, which was Okay, wait, wait, the wait, wait real end. quick. Oh you, wait. Go. You just said you just said she had some onion peels. And wouldn't you have liked to see some a peak of those peels before no, like I thought I did see a peak, Shawnee. We're gonna talk about this in the upcoming episode. Oh, okay, okay. I, All right, tell me. I thought I was seeing peeling onions and then I turned out to be wrong about it. <laughs> so <laughs> then I got confused and I was like, Wait, what's happening? Um Okay, so I wanna talk about the last <clears throat> the last line of the episode. Cause this episode made me like, Oh shit, it's gonna happen. So she gets named the diamond of the season. She yeah. walks out with Kate. Antony's standing there with his mom. And he lit- she's like, oh, don't you think she's beautiful or whatever the fuck? And then he's like, she is who I shall marry. But it's unclear. Who is he talking about? Is he talking about Kate? Is he talking about Edwina? And I was like, oh, he's talking about Kate. <laughs> and I was so excited about it. Or maybe, maybe in his mind he's thinking, oh, I'm talking about Edwina. But really we know he's talking about Kate. And I thought it was yeah. like a great closed episode one. I was stoked to get into episode two. And 
episode. So like, like, let me tell you where I thought the season was going to go when I watched episode two. Yeah. You have the Lord who is the like poet Lord who like loves, like kind of is like softer and likes Edwina. Yeah. They go to the horse races and Antony kind of like wrecks in and tries to like squeeze in between them. But then Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is that he sits next to Kate. She sits next to the other Lord. Him and Kate only talk to each other, basically. They fight yeah. about the horses. She puts them in his place. They, She's up there cheering and hooting and hollering, and Edwin is, like, sitting nicely with this Lord. And what I legitimately thought was going to happen for the season was that they were going to keep having that Lord in it. And so even though he's suppo- he, in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm supposed to be courting her. He's yeah. always talking to Kate. He's always butting heads with Kate. And Edwina is slowly falling in love with this other lord who then proposes to her at, at some point in the middle of the season, let's say. And yeah. that is like the thing that... That pulls her? That either... To, that, like, that to that her he, heart. That makes Kate realize like, oh, it's okay. She she doesn't like him or whatever. Yeah. But I that is legitimately where I thought... I was like, oh, that's so smart. He like... It makes it seem like he's, but really, she's falling in love with this kind guy because he's the one who actually pays attention to her, and yeah, and that's not what happened, but that's what I thought was gonna happen. So, in that so episode. I agree, <laughs> I agree with you because like I didn't know where it was gonna go with the poet guy, but yeah. he comes, he comes back in in like episode, yeah, like like I don't know four or something like that. Yeah, he's in the scene um, where they do and the, and he apolo- in the talent show, <laughs> the talent show. Yeah, but that he apologizes. Yep. Or, you know, he apologizes to her and he's yep. like, look, I wasn't trying to do that, whatever. And then he disappeared again. Like, he just, and like, then he's gone. Poof. I was like, yeah. no, what a wasted opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, again, I missed moment. Why was he there to, like, why, why was he there? You know, and I don't like a lot of extraneous characters. If people are going to be talking and be part of the story, mm-hmm. then I feel like they really need to be coming up multiple mm-hmm. times. It shouldn't just be this one ran- person used for random plot, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was a little strange to me. I definitely thought he was going to be a bigger, slightly bigger part of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it didn't happen. Maybe it's on the cutting room floor somewhere. Maybe they're yeah. like, mm, this, this is not feeling like we thought it was yeah. going to feel. But I, I agree with you. I think it would have been great for them to start slowly falling in love mm-hmm. while they're while Wouldn't they're falling in love. I thought that would be amazing. Because yeah. also like that would be more in line with the book where her sister is happy for her that she falls in love with Antony and that yeah. they get married. Like she's not mad at all. She's like, yeah. it's okay. And Kate's like, it was supposed to be yours. And she's like, it's fine. Like I'll find someone yeah. else. I don't care. I'm not in love with him. Yeah. I thought Colin and Penelope had they had a nice moment in episode two, but I think they had nice moments like throughout the series. Um, well, which we'll talk conf- we'll talk about them a little bit as we go through each episode because they do sort of okay. morph. Um, yeah. But one thing I like about what they're setting up because they don't have a ton of, as far as I recall reading the books, they don't have a ton of moments alone in the earlier books. They have a few, but not a ton. But I really like that they're establishing that they're really good friends, and that yeah. they conf- like he confides in her and she confide like talks to him. And it's clear that she's, like, in love with him and he doesn't really know it. But I do like that he, like, respects her opinion and he sees her in a way that no one else in the town sees her. So when he walks through the room, everyone else doesn't see her, whereas he always sees her and goes up and talks to her, which I really like that they've established that as 
part of their dynamic for yeah. like a future season. Yeah, that was that was interesting, and I I. I'm not sure if this is an episode. Well, I'll, we'll talk about it later. But we'll talk about like Colin going for like closure. Oh yeah. Um, oh no. We'll talk. That's from, a whole. That's a whole. We're gonna hold. That's a whole. I think that's episode four. That, okay. Yeah, we're talking about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. 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 Anything else for see? Anything else for episode two? Yes. Oh, so, he brings the horse. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Go, Actually, this is this is. This is an episode one, but it's just a shout out to good cinematography. Mm-hmm. There is a moment where Eloise and Penelope are sitting in like, I don't know what the flowers are. They look like oh, daffodils so or some shit mm-hmm. into, in this like field and mm-hmm. they're having this moment. And then at a certain point they lay, Eloise lays mm-hmm. back and whatever. And it's just dewy. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, like I wanted to like freeze frame that and then like paint it. Yeah. Like it was so beautiful. Yeah. And I love, I just loved it. And I love how they do uh, these two women when they shoot them, I really I enjoy too. that. I do you know? too. I will say, I don't want to talk about it as much right now because we'll talk about it every episode, but I feel like I don't know how they're going to recover their storylines. I agree. For future books based on where they ended this season. We will talk <laughs> about it as we get to it. Yeah. I have a hard time imagining <laughs> what's going to happen. All right, so episode three. Okay, so episode three I thought was, I actually really liked episode three if it had led to a different episode four. So episode yeah. three, we start with the flashback of how his dad died with the bee sting. Um, I was so fucking sad. Was I was so not ready. Sad. It was so fucking I was... sad. I thought they, again, I think, again, the guy who plays Anthony, he did great. Also, like, he hit me in the feels train. That scene, the flashback where the the mom is, where she's like, "I don't have I don't, anything to I don't, give you." No, the flat. Oh, like, not that one. The flashback where she's having the baby, and the doctor's oh. like, "You're Lord Bridgerton. You decide." And he was like, "What the? I'm fucking. I'm 18. Like, I can't, it's my mom's kid. I can't decide whether to save her or the baby." And he's like, "Yo, Whatever. that's that was triggering as shit. So though, triggering." Like, and like, I thought oof. they did a great like the dad dying in his arms. And then immediately everyone being like, you have to decide all this stuff. When should we move your mom's stuff? And he's like, why would we do that? And he's like, you're the Lord now. And he's like, I'm the who? <laughs> I'm the what now? And I, I thought all those were really powerful. Here Again, here is where I thought this season was going to go a completely different way, Shawnee. Because I... The shawarma, the shawarma, 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 the shawarma, the shawarma, they come to visit in the weekend in the country before everyone else. And the first he sees Kate walk out and he immediately walks to her to the point where his sister Daphne walks over and is like, oh, my God, you must be Edwina. And she's like, no, 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 I'm Kate. And Daphne's like, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Are you sure? And uh, pardon? And I like the that combined with the croquet and how Kate can hang with the Bridgertons and Edwina clearly can't and how she's competitive and how she immediately asks Eloise like, "Ooh, what are we going to do?" and is like, "Ooh, Eloise is going to be fun at dinner." And like she really fits them and fits him. Yeah. And so I I was happy with where it was going. And then if this had been the book at the end of yeah. this episode, the bee sting, he would have sucked on that titty to try to get the bee sting out. Someone would have saw them, bam, they would have been engaged at the end of this episode. And I'm not mad that they changed that. 
I'm mad that he didn't put his mouth on her because that was dumb. He should have put his mouth on her. And no one needed to see it but us. We needed to see it. Yeah. We needed to see it. So I 100% agree with you. So I'll talk about that first. So the bee sting thing that happens, that's more towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, when, uh, like, I believe in the book he does actually put his lips on her to, like, suck out the Yeah, he bee, does. Like, the, the, the sting, yeah. Yeah, yeah and um, but in the show they they didn't again they did the like rub face close to yeah skin. put the hand on the hand, yeah <laughs> on the on the bosom yeah you know what I mean um and that would have been okay if in the in the next episode something more happened exactly but but at that point I'm ready for more and yep. like so you're you're you know I think this I think this season tried to do a slow burn and they did it unsuccessfully. Too slow. Too slow and then it de-escalated And for also, me. It, didn't it, wasn't, es- it didn't escalate. It wasn't burning because there was no hope for me. Yeah. I was like, well, she, was... he's marrying her sister. There's no hope. I can't, I can't root yeah. for this. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and and honestly, the, what actually got me so much about this episode, I really loved this episode. I thought it was a great episode. But, but for so many different reasons I yeah. have to, that don't have to do with them. Yeah. So I loved, I loved um, seeing, even though I was like, I was low-key crying. I was trying to let, not let y'all yeah. see me crying. But when the dad dies and he mm-hmm. becomes a thing, and then there's there's a scene like towards the end of the episode where the mom, he it's a flashback. He goes to the mom because oh, she has she's not coming she's to depressed. dinner. Yeah. She's she's depressed. And she's like, I've got nothing for you. Yeah. And that she acted the shit out she of that did. scene. And I was feeling they had, every emotion. The two of them had about six moments throughout the series that were Un- unbelievable incredible. phenomenal yeah phenomenal and the way that he listens also like the way I feel like you know sometimes when you talk to dudes you don't feel like they be listening mm-hmm. you be like okay and I feel like there was moments where I felt like he was cherishing the the yeah. words yeah and they really and they really shaped who he became as a man yeah you know and they show you the progression of how he became the man he is mm-hmm. through these events mm-hmm. and I thought that was magically mm-hmm. done I was there mm-hmm. for that I also but, was there but for weren't you I, mad I, though, I wish that none of that happened with her. Because that's what yes. I was mad about. Like, I want... Okay, first of all, I think him and his mom needed some closure. Well, I thought they had some great, wonderful moments. But where was where was well, Kate and him being vulnerable that, together that's and exactly, together? But ah. that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh, her background is similar. She they, she lost her dad. She's been she in charge her of her mom. sister. She lost her dad. There's... Yeah. This is conversation. This is yeah. this is for them to have when she when the whole beast thing happened and she has to like calm him down mm-hmm. at the end. That was a great moment for more to yeah. come out of that. Yeah. For, you know, and you know my thing. Like even when we're reading romance novels, is that when the characters have nothing in common, yeah. I'm like, why are we here? And they have so like, much in common. Yeah, and but they never it really just took too embraced. long for them to figure it to like stop getting in their own ways and being stupid. Yeah. Every conversation they had was like about Edwina, I yes. felt like. And and I I needed it to be about them, her hopes and dreams, yes. what, like his what, hopes and dreams. What seriously though? The responsibility. What, you tell me right now, what were Kate's hopes and dreams? To go to India. That's it. That's, That's it. it. She had no other even even towards the end of the season when her sister's like, "But what do you want for yourself?" like she never says like I want to have children. I want to have a family. I want to. Yeah. I want Anthony. I want whatever. Like I don't know what she wants. She's like she does say at one point I want to be a governess so that I can be like independent or whatever. But that's it. Like she's. But going, also she's going yeah. to India to get out of her sister's way. First of all, why would her sister want her to go to India? 
Yeah, that's what I didn't like, understand. If I either. got married and she wants to be a governess anyways, the logical thing would be for her to come wherever she's going with this lore. They have like 500 room houses and she becomes the governess and raises all the children. Like that's the logical yeah. step. Not you f- going back to India and just leaving your poor sister alone in a foreign country she's never been to. <laughs> like I thought that was stupid. But anyways, I know nothing about Kate's hopes and dreams at all, even after this whole season. I 100% agree with you. I think so much more of that should have been talked about between them. And the vulnerability, I, I think I wrote down something about, like, I wish that the, his moments of vulnerability were with Kate going forward. Yeah. After him and his mom have their a little bit of closure at the when they sit on the bench. And, like, I think that was, a be- again, another beautiful scene. I wanted it to then transfer to her. She becomes his person. She becomes the one he grows with and and sort of explores his feelings with. Yeah, I I hundred percent. I will agree. say that I thought okay. the family dinner was hysterical when Benedict was fucking high as kite on on drugs because I do <laughs> I think they do a really good job with the 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 scenes that have all the Bridgertons or a bunch of the Bridgerton siblings together. Yeah, I think those scenes like for me work really well. I think they care they they all have a really good chemistry. You can tell that they all like hung out a lot to like get that shorthand of yeah who's teasing who who's pushing who who's looking at who out of the side of their eyes during the scenes and stuff. I think they did that all really well. Yeah, I I agree. I thought that, you know, season one, it wasn't really my cup of tea because sometimes book one is not my cup of tea because of all the world building and setting the stage. Mm -hmm. So I I did have, I actually had a little bit better expectations for this season because I was like, oh, we'll already have the characters established. Mm -hmm. I won't have to like figure out what's going on Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Um, I do really love the, the banter between the, the like the siblings themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. Daphne is always a dead for me. She was a dead in season one. She's a dead in season two. Mm -hmm. She's the most uninteresting Bridgerton of them all. Yeah. She had like two scenes. I liked her in this one. One of which was when Edwina's late this later, but Edwina's like, Oh, I sent Kate off with him so that they could get to know each other. And like Anthony's Anthony's so even tempered. And she's like, uh, what? That's a really interesting choice. Yeah. I thought that scene was really funny. That that scene is good because, she, like, Edwina, uh, Daphne is like, what? And Edwina goes like, oh, maybe I just bring out something yeah. different in him. And Daphne, yeah. Daphne's like, side uh-huh, eye. sure. Uh-huh. And then she uh-huh. looks to the side. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, maybe we're not talking. Are we talking about the same person? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And then later um, when but, she confronts yeah. her brother, I thought that was a good scene. But I agree yeah. with you in general. But she wasn't in the season all that much, so... I thought that didn't really bug me that much this season because she's on the side of it. I know, but Loki, like, I didn't need her there at all because oh, yeah. there's mo- there's moments where she kind of does this, like, I'm an o- I'm your older married sister. I can right. give you advice. And I'm like, bitch, you've been married for six months. Well, nine months. You got a baby. You've been married for nine months. Okay, okay, yeah. Move on. You yeah. just went through this whole turmoil, yeah. you know, or whatever, like, last yeah. year. Let's let's yeah. not play in, like, you mm-hmm. matronly. No, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I But, like... And also, where was her, where's her the husband dude? <laughs> Did he ever? He was never there. He didn't. No, was he in the Anthony season says at all? something about like you know with with the Duke away, you've become quite nosy or something like that. So he's like away on business or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, which actually makes sense because they were not with their wives most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I so the, going back to the dinner. So everyone thinks that he's gonna propose at the dinner. And again, like, this is where I thought the season was, like, going in a fine direction was he, like, looks at Kate 
Mm-hmm. And then is like, uh, don't tell anyone in town that I lost this game. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh. And yeah, I mean, I felt like that was coming, though, because I remember like in the scene with his mom, you know, it was very apparent that he was like his mom was so in love with his dad that mm-hmm. she just shut down for and sure. he didn't want that he didn't for want himself. hundred percent. You know, I yeah. did think that there was, he was going to have a little bit more trepidation mm-hmm. about just mm-hmm. going for Edwina. But then he just yeah. went for it. I was like, oh, well. All right, let's right, go to let's go to episode four. So the whole ton now comes out. Um, so here's what's annoying for me because they're having they, like a, they're having a, a ball or a ball or a at party. their at their country home. So what yeah. bugs me about this episode is the last episode ended with them having their beasting moment, but then mm-hmm. no one catching them. Yeah, and then the episode four starts and Kate's been like hiding in her room like a little bitch for two days, <laughs> and. And also, didn't tell her sister what happened. Didn't tell her mom what happened. Didn't tell Lady Danbury what happened. Like, has confessed nothing. Because at this point, Edwina just, like, has met him ten times, max. Like, met him five yeah. times. Like, she's yeah. not in love with him. She's not, like, in like she could marry anyone at this point. She's not promised to him. There would be no scandal. Kate could literally say, like, look, Edwina, I know that this you, we came here for you, but like I have feelings for him or I'm attracted to him or I can't stay away from him or like whatever the case may be. Yeah. Does not tell her sister anything truthful. Um, And again, this is where I legitimately thought that Edwina was a different character because she spends the rest of this episode plotting to get them together. Yeah. And she like sends them off to do stuff together. She like, she's constantly putting them together in scenes. And at one point, like we'll go th- I'll go through all the moments but like okay. even towards the end they get to the ball and the first thing her sister says when Anthony comes over is, "Anthony, did you know my sister wants to take to the floor?" And he's like, "Uh, she's like with you." And and Kate's like, "What the and that for me was like when your sister's like you told me this boy was cute <laughs> go ahead dude. throw you under the bus and then you like can't not say yes you know what I mean but you're so yeah. embarrassed because you really do are interested but you don't want to pretend like you know what I mean like trying to pretend yeah. like you're not interested like uh-huh. that feeling and I was like oh my god Edwina is everyone thinks she's this shy little princess but she sees what's going on and cause then she gives like a really sly look and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, she's been plotting the whole time. This is magnificent. <laughs> what a great twist. Yeah. And then that's nope. not the case. That's, just... I mean, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened. That's not what happened. But, Shawnee, I okay, was, wait. all my notes are about that. I was convinced that was what was happening yeah. based on the way the actor was acting, what her dialogue was, what was happening. I was like, oh, she's – and, like, they yeah. obviously get married in the books. I was like, oh, my God, she's the reason they get together as opposed to – what was supposed to happen? Like right. they get caught with his yeah, yeah, his yeah. mouth on her titty. Exactly. Okay. So so I want to bring us to a moment in this Please. that's away from the the main characters because because I can't quite a hundred percent figure Colin? out why. Are we talking about Colin? Why? Okay. So so yeah. So we're talking about Colin going back to visit Marina. Stupid. Right. Terrible. Um. That whole that whole it was section, a very long right? section of this episode. Yes. And I don't know why. 
I don't know why. The only reason that I can come up with is from one line when Marina says to him, um, "Look, she no, she goes, look at look at who's around you that already loves you, your oh, family, yeah, yeah, Penelope." Yeah. yeah, right. She says that before he leaves. But I I greatly dislike this scene, so I'm not like neutral to the scene. I I actually hate that they added this scene. Yeah, and it's for it's a for a couple reasons, and it's so one. When we talked about season one, I hated the fact that when they put a black woman in the show, they're either the matronly, they are they're the adults, mm-hmm. right, the black women, um, and then the one the the black woman who is the same age as all the other characters mm-hmm. is like plotting and scheming to do right. like a whatever, right. um, and then so when they do this this uh, scene, they have her tell basically telling him like why are you here. I don't, you yeah. don't need to be here. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, why are you combative? Why are you angry? She's like, I'm not combative. I'm not angry. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just don't know why you're here. This is, mm-hmm. what did you hope to gain? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'm just like, yeah, why is this scene here? This yeah. scene did not need to be here. And it made her, it, like, it made her look like an asshole in, in a scene where, like, you know, and I don't know why he needed closure. She's married. He's like, but are you happy? But what were you going to do about it, Colin? Like, what, what are you going to do? She's not happy. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So, uh, so I really hated that they wasted time yeah. having this scene. And then the husband comes home and they bro it up. They bro it up for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, it, I don't know. It was like, yo, enough. This motherfucker needs to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's like, you got you to gotta go. Yeah. You got to yeah. go. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are so, on that, but like. So I agree. I think I didn't like, I, uh, well, I, I have mixed feelings. So in general, I think I didn't need the scene at all. I think there were a couple of things that happened in it that I thought were good in terms of, again, Colin's development, not hers, but in terms of Colin's development, at one point she says to him, like towards the end, like, no, shut up. You're a boy. And you're acting like a boy. And I am married. And I have children. And I have a husband. And you need to get the fuck out of my house, is essentially what she says. I'm paraphrasing, but essentially. Yeah. But she calls him a boy. And I thought that was really nice because by the end of the season, Colin is acting like a man, finally. Yeah. And not like a boy. And I thought that him going was kind of like leaving behind his boyhood crush. Like, kind of like... Childish things. The, putting away childish the, yeah, things. Yeah, or like... Or like Someone else finally telling him, like, yo, this is not appropriate. Like, you are acting like a child who didn't get the candy they wanted. And, like, that's not how life works. And I'm a grown-up. And I have a husband. And you need to leave. This is inappropriate. So I thought that was good. One thing, a couple things I didn't love, aside from everything you said, is that that's Eloise's husband. And so I don't want to really meet him right now. Yeah. And I don't want to see him with Marina. And I don't want to see that she's depressed and not happy because I know what happens. Oh, and I don't want. You mean Penelope. So you said this that's Eloise's husband. It so is. Penelope. Marina's husband marries Eloise. Marries Eloise. Wait, what? Because Marina. So Marina. Do I forget this? Yeah. Hold on. Wait so, a minute. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry for Eloise's book. But Marina is the cousin that they never meet who's married to that guy, who dies. I think she kills herself. and Or she just dies. I forget. I think she kills herself, though. Oh, and, I forgot about and, this. And Eloise ends up, they start a correspondence. I remember they're writing letters back and forth for a very long time. And then mm-hmm. he says something like, 
I w- you know, like basically like I, ca- I forget exactly what he says. It's something along the lines like I wish that I could marry you or we should get married. And she's like, I can't just marry someone I've never met. And she's like, well, I'm just going to go, you know, typical Eloise. I'm just going to go there and, and, and meet him and then decide. And so she goes. So he is her future husband. And so, Yo, she yes. sure is. so I did not love that we met him now because first yeah. of all, they made him into like such a weird, like wussy, wussy, wussy. Yeah. Like <laughs> wussy. And like, that's not really how his character, at least when I read the book, how his character felt to me. But yeah. also like, it just, it was just weird. It was just weird. Um, yeah. The whole no, scene it was. was weird. I thought it was, I, th- I didn't like that as the husband, he clearly is not looking to his wife for cues and he clearly yeah. ignored the fact that she was uncomfortable and invited this dude to stay for dinner and he clearly yeah. ignored the fact that they were ignoring her and just like I didn't like that because that guy is going to become Eloise's husband and Eloise is a force of nature so that doesn't like fit together for me yeah and and maybe later he'll like apologize for it or whatever i'm but... i'm actually blown i'm blown away because one like i didn't remember that that's Eloise's yeah. husband at all because I read these books a very long time ago. Yeah. But uh two, they if that's her husband and they want us to like him, then they did a really poor job. That's what job. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's why I'm so shocked because I'm like, wait, are you telling me that that little wuss well Yeah. No, I agree. Wussy man is who who she's gonna be like exactly. paired with later? Because they treated him like a like a afterthought of exactly. all afterthoughts. Exactly. And so Oh man. And also, I didn't like that scene because that oh that whole scene made me not like Colin because he's just sitting there like word vomiting about all his cool travels to her and like oh and then I got to do this and then I got to do that like he's basically trying to be like oh look at all this cool stuff you could have done if you had chosen me is kind of what he's doing yeah and it's so unfair to her first of all reality of her life but also to the realities of the time and why she had to choose that other guy yeah and. I it made me not like Colin as much. But again, I think that was kind of the point was that we weren't supposed to like Colin in that moment and we were supposed to want him to get dressed down by her and then she did dress him down. Yeah. So I, I yeah, but again, I could have lived without that entire plot. And the, and then the other thing is it's like, oh baby. They could have done it in a letter. They could have done this in and a I letter know. correspondence. Or like 5 minutes. Um yeah. And then also I was like, oh, maybe they put it in because Penelope like that's kind of part of they wanted it to be what, part of like, what makes Penelope, him think of Penelope Colin journey or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I agree with you though. It like, didn't need it. They could have done that. It. They could have done it. that so many other ways. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. And then, and then this is the episode. So she sends them shooting or whatever. Yes. And honestly, so, okay, because this is like a trigger of mine, just like in general, yeah. men not listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Brutal. Is so, so so incredibly triggering. Yeah. So when when they're walking and she's like, I I know how to hunt and we're doing it all wrong and I'd rather just follow my instinct. And he's like, No no no, let's just stay with the pack. And I'm like, Punch him in the face, punch him in the face. Well, how <laughs> how mad were you that she knows how to shoot and then he ends up doing and then the he, classic yeah. like I'm gonna teach you how to shoot. Yeah, because that that's so not how that stupid. bit goes. She what yeah. should have happened was she should have followed her instincts and he followed her and she was like, Shut up, there's a deer and then she killed it. Or a quail That's... or whatever the fuck they were shooting. Yeah. And then she kills and then she kills it. And then 
he's so aroused by the fact that she's a bad bitch and she's got the adrenaline flowing. That's why they get and there's close. And there's blood on the hands, and there's baby. blood everywhere and I'm into <laughs> that shit. So like, that's what should have happened because it didn't make Bridget. any sense for her character that he helped her. Not at all. And then, no. here's my other thing, Johnny. There were so they didn't many, even shoot there nothing. were so many points in this book where they were together alone and people saw them. Okay. So why, if they were wait, alone wait, wait. on the hunt, she lost her maid. That's my biggest gripe. I got a whole post about no it. There's no other people. And then everyone, the whole, it's not just his brother. The whole hunt sees that they were together alone in the woods and they're out of breath and they don't have to get married? Bridget. Bridget. This is historical that is, romance. That's, that's one of my biggest gripes. And here's why. Here's why specifically that's a, a gripe for me in this in this whole season. Because Lady Featherington tricks her her cousin, whatever, into marrying the daughter because they were in a room alone together for about ten seconds. Yes. And the whole ton is like, Nope, but you gotta get yeah. married. You gotta get married. And then Kate and Anthony are constantly, constantly, constantly alone, alone together. They're alone during the croquet. They're alone in that yes. room. They're alone. Yes. And people walk in and yes. see them. Even Daphne, who he forced to get married, yes. walks in on them. Yeah, the and fact never that Daphne they... doesn't snitch is outrageous. Yeah. She would have yeah. she would have sang like a canary. I would have I would have snitched so hard. I, <laughs> I would have so you in trouble. I'll hard. tell her mama. Yo, you almost got my fucking husband killed in a duel because you're a piece of shit last year. <laughs> Fuck you. You're marrying this bitch. Karma's a bitch. Bruh. Suck it, motherfucker. Suck it. I would have been like, said. I'm telling mama. I'll, I'll tell her mama. I'm telling mama. I'm telling mama. So weird. Mama. I would have been like, everybody, they're in this room together. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Especially, and also that would have been a good solution. She snitches on him to basically get back at him, but also knowing, because she's been watching all the moments between him and Kate, knowing that he likes Kate and he won't do it for himself because he won't choose love for himself and happiness for himself. She does it for him because he does so much for her and has done so much for them that she's willing to like take his anger. That would have been a good solution too. Yeah. I actually, I actually wish she ha- she hadn't told, but gave him an ultimatum. Been like, yeah. you either do what you need to do, or I'm gonna do what I need to do for sure. And that I would have liked that. So then it wasn't exactly like what happened to her, right? And that he still got to step up like a dude, you know, right? But but yeah, I I I don't know why it's, that's the rules of the world thing that irked me to it to all hell so many times so many them. times and okay even okay so many times okay we're gonna talk no I'm not gonna talk about it now we're gonna talk about it in the next episode because we're about to wrap this episode up okay let's quickly go through is there anything else that happens oh my god okay so what leads up to them oh like they're leads, alone in the library they're alone in the and she's library. in her pajamas okay she's, so in, she's, her she's in her fucking pajamas sorry okay I'm off. and <laughs> she's scared of um, this is one thing that I saw a lot of people were mad about because it's different than in the book. So in the book, she's like hiding under a desk in the library and he finds her because her the thunderstorms remind her of her mom dying. So he go he climbs under the desk with her and like wraps his arm around her and comforts her. And then they share these like vulnerabilities of talking about their parents dying. And she sees like I think the book describes something like she sees a flash of pain in his eyes and wishes that she was be she would be the one that he would eventually confide in, but knowing that she yeah. won't be. So it's like this nice bittersweet moment. But there's like a lot and this one, they like Kate kind of like flinches at the storm, but doesn't really ever open up. There's no real like I wish she had cried. I wish she was sitting there just crying and he came yeah. and he comforted her for no other reason than he saw she was crying and he was worried about her and like 
asked nothing in return. Like, I think that would have been much better than the, the, I, I thought the scene they had was nice, but it, it didn't further it in any way for me in terms of emotional depth or like tension of sexual tension. Yeah. Well, so that's the problem for me, right? So they have all these encounters that I don't feel like um, deepen the sexual tension. Yeah. Uh, and that's a pro and that's yeah. a problem. Or I shouldn't, I shouldn't leave yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't leave this encounter feeling neutral. Right. Like, you know, like, like I could have taken it or leaving or it. Or feeling like, well, that just happened last time. I know you're not. I'm a, and he said, yeah. he said in this season, I'm a gentleman like 10 times. And yeah. I was like, no, you're not. You're a rake. You better fuck this girl on this couch right now and quit this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. So, this is so fucking bullshit. Was, and they, they had like a scene here, yeah. right? When they got close and he said, you know, he said something to her along the lines of like, they're really close, and he's like, "Tell me you don't want this. Like, tell me this ain't yeah. whatever." Yes. And he was all in her ear and yes. her face. And when Bridget, when I tell you that the the moments that they did not use for these characters to go together were amazing, and the yes. the moments that they actually got together were wow. I agree. Like that. I agree. Oof. Yeah, he says he like, says, "Say you don't care for me. Tell me you feel nothing, and I'll walk away." Yes. And I was like, "Yas, y'all, tell me, don't." But also, and also, <laughs> right before that, he says. Is that what you want for me to reconsider, like marrying your sister? Yeah. And she's like, "Well, I'm going to India," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> um, and that's sort of what leads to that encounter. I thought that whole thing was great. Like, he's clearly freaked out. Like, oh, I may never see her again. Yeah. The energy for me was really nice in that in that moment. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was a moment where yes. where. Where against a bookshelf, especially for book readers uh, like us, they're in a library in a with library. one of those rolling ladders. And you're gonna tell me you can't just prop her little booty up on the ladder? You can't, you can't push you can't her up against her a bookcase? Fire with some books near her head? Yes. I, I'm just saying you yes. don't got a fireplace with a rug. Yes. Come on, it's it's a library. Yes. <laughs> I was mad they didn't kiss in that scene. I thought the whole scene was great. Again, here's yeah. where it, here's where it for me. She like, looked gorgeous in that looked, scene unbelievable oh. the way he looked at her and talked again that whisper speak like he has yeah. that shit on lock he like on, when locked. he leaned into locked. her neck and was talking yeah. at her neck I was like yeah. he's gonna kiss it he's gonna lick it he's gonna bite it but, but also her hair is all down oh. all of her hair is down it is flowing it is curled and lifted she is Gorgeous. in her what a chemise or whatever yes. and it's it's see through you can kind yes. of see through it yes. like every Every yes. ingredient was right, yes. and they all they missed working. this moment. It was all in it, yeah. both in both scenes, like in in the yeah. in his library later, and then in the first library, like yeah. after you know before and after. Um. So at the end, so basically, what happens is he talks to Daphne, and then Daphne's like, "What are you doing? Like, you clearly have something going on with Kate. Why are you talking about being with Edwina? It doesn't make sense." And she's like, these feelings have a way of coming to the surface. And he's like, what feelings? She's like, love. And he's like, then I know what I must do. Me, me, me. And I was like, must do. I was yeah. like, ew, is he going to propose to Edwina? That doesn't make sense. So then, and then and then Kate has the same thing with Lady Danbury. Lady Danbury calls her out. And Lady Danbury's like, girl, do your damn thing. She's like, what, be what honest. do I got to do? Put them together? And she's like, no, be honest about your real feelings, yeah, but Like, what are you doing? You're sure. not slick. Yeah, I see sure. you. Yeah, you know Lady Danbury I mean? sees the, all their shit this season, which is hysterical. Her, her and the mom are both seeing everything, and they're like, uh-oh, like, we chose the wrong the wrong sister. Um, so anyway, so then last minute, and I think they should have reversed this. Last minute, you see him, like, walking towards Kate, Kate, and he's like, can I talk to you? But then it turns out he's like, Edwina, and then he proposes. I think it should have been the opposite. Kate's standing behind Edwina, 
and he walks and you think he's going to propose to Edwina and he's like can I talk to you and Edwina's like sure and Kate's standing there just looking miserable and then at the last second he pivots to her and asks her to marry him so like his intention as the camera and as like we think is oh I'm going to propose to Edwina and then at the last second he sees Kate and can't do it and proposes to her that's what I thought was and then he tries to like keep her apart or whatever then you spend the rest of the season negotiating the fact that he's still trying to pretend like he's not in love with her but yeah at least then they can like release some sexual tension. We can release some sexual tension. Like well, when he proposed the- to Edwina, I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Because again, yeah. back to your point about world building and historical romance, this would ruin her. Yeah, if she well, he if, proposed, if she walks away, if she walks away, it won't ruin her. If he if he walks away, it ruins her. No, but I'm saying if he proposed. Well, I'm talking about the whole situation in the second half, which we'll talk about next Uh-oh. episode, but. Okay. The whole situation of he proposes to her and then the queen plans their wedding and then they don't go through with it. No. Yeah. Hard pass. Would ma- pass they yeah. would have ruined both their families. It would not have made mm-hmm. any sense. The fact that we get to a wedding was insane. And it wasn't Kate and Anthony's wedding is insane. It's insane. Yeah. Me. I, I, I a hundred percent agree. I, okay. I, wrapping up episodes yeah. one through four. Any more thoughts? And then we'll move to the next half of the season. Uh, wrapping up one through four, I, a little bit of what we didn't talk about is that Eloise is on the hunt for who Lady Whistledown That's is. Right. She's, That's right. She, she, uh, she starts figuring out some things. She's putting together clues. Oh. And then she's meeting up with the boy who is at the okay, printing press. Okay, let's talk press. about that in the next. Let's talk about her whole storyline in the next. Episode. I will. I will. I, but but that they 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 start that in episode yeah, yeah, yeah. one through four where she's just sneaking out, but they don't For really sure. get into it until talk, a little bit yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. Into the season, so that did happen. I'm glossing over it because I don't care about it. And <laughs> uh, and yeah, I I just think that um, episodes one through three they really had me, and four I was a little frustrated. Four that, I was on four. board until he proposed to Edwina. I was on board. Yeah. Until he proposed to Edwina, and then I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, where are we going in this season? Where are we Shondaland! Going? Shondaland! We have happening? to get together at some point in this show. We're halfway yeah. through this season. This makes no sense. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah, let's uh, close this out. Everybody, thank you for let's listening. Uh, come back yes. next time, and we're going to talk about episodes four through eight. Yeah. Also, but if you have feelings, please just Always. DM us your feelings, because we feelings. have we have feelings. So we want to hear your feelings. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We'll see you in the next episode. Uh, so until then. May your books be your lover. And your hand your best friend. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.